sponsored ads. Hello, do you like audiobook? Get free audiobook. Link in the description below. Quincy Jones discovered me. And it's so interesting to me because when I was uh, working as a television newswoman in Baltimore, and really all I wanted to do was be an actress, but I was doing television. And I felt at the time, I can't quit this job because this is what everybody else wants to do. And if I quit this job, what am I going to do? And I was going to a speech coach at the time that the station had sent me to. They, you know, they ever, the broadcasting school, they sent everybody to the same woman. And I was telling her, you know, I really don't want to do this. What I really want to do is act. And she says, my dear, you don't want to act. Because if you wanted to act, you'd be doing it. What you want to be, my dear, is a star. Because um, if you wanted to act, you'd be waiting tables in New York. You'd be, and I thought, now why am I going to wait tables if I'm already working in TV? So I said, well, what I think is going to happen is I will be discovered because I want it so badly, somebody's going to have to discover me. And she said, you just dream. You dream, you're a dreamer. So when it happened, I called her up. I said, you will not believe this. I got discovered. And it really was a discovery. It's like one of those Lana Turner stories, only it wasn't a drugstore. He was uh, in his hotel room, saw me on TV. It was unbelievable. So the interesting thing about that is that I truly believe that thoughts are the greatest vehicle to change power and success in the world. Everything begins with thoughts. I mean, the chairs that we're sitting in, the room that we're in, all started because somebody thought it. So I thought up the color purple for myself. I know this is going to sound strange to you. I read the book. I, I got so many copies of that book. I passed the book around to everybody I knew. If I was on the bus, I'd pass it out to people. And when I heard that there was going to be a movie, I started, I started talking it up for myself. I didn't know Quincy Jones or Steven Spielberg or how on earth I would get in this movie. I'd never acted in my life. But I, I felt it so intensely that I had to be a part of that movie. I just, I really do believe I created it for myself. I wanted it more than anything in the world and would have done anything to do it. When we stop expecting things to be the way that we think they should be, when we stop forcing outcomes, and when we start allowing what is of the highest good to be our only agenda, our only intention, that's when the universe truly has our back. That's when we can live what it means to surrender. True surrender comes when we stop praying for what we think we need and we start connecting and grounding in what could possibly be of the highest good for all. When we stop praying for what we think we need and we start allowing what is of the highest good for all. So true manifesting is about receiving what is of the highest good for all. And it begins not just with what will, how will I get what is of the highest good, but how can I be open to what is of the highest good? How can I open up my consciousness to release what I think I need and get grounded in what is possible and what is of the highest good, not just for me and my agenda, but the highest good for all. That's the message. So you're doing everything right in that you're open to a spiritual practice, you're willing to grow, you're showing up for your practice, you're reading books, you're doing the work, you're here on Dear Gabby, you're showing up, you're showing up, you're showing up. You're doing a lot of doing though, and you're also doing a lot of expecting. And so a lot of doing and a lot of expecting are two major blocks to your ability to attract what it is that you want into your life. 
And so it's the doing, doing, doing that actually creates sort of a manic manifesting vibration, which is how do I get that? How do, what am I, what do I do next? Got to do this thing next, got to do this thing next. And that lacks the belief system that I can be still and I can allow. That's number one. Number two, being in the expectation of what you think things should be is another block to your manifesting power and your super attractor power, which is what I call it, because your expectations are limiting the possibilities. Your expectations are limiting the highest good, as this card says. So when we start to pray for what is of the highest good, rather than intend and pray for what we think we need, that's when the universe can conspire with what it is that is of the highest good for all. So ultimately what's happening is all the doing, doing, doing is energetically blocking and all the expecting, expecting, expecting is blocking the manifestation as well because when you're in this tunnel vision of expectation, it should be this way, I should be further along, I shouldn't be here. What's happening is you're missing the opportunity to recognize where you are, how great things are in this moment, what is possible in this moment, the creative possibility in this moment, the exciting potential in this moment. You're blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, blocking it. I want you to sit on your ass. I want you to stop doing, doing, doing. I want you to start being, being, being which is what you also said. You're actually dear Gabbying yourself. You said, I want to embody the feeling. I want to embody the emotion. The being is a presence. It's an energy. It's a state. It's not an action. True manifesting does require us to show up for our desires. You've know, got to pick up the phone and then call the job interview and you have to ask for the date and you have to, to do whatever it is that you want to create. But ultimately... The greatest source of power that we have to attract what we want is how we feel. There is a reason many of the great women and men of the world, the great history makers, the great poets, the great philosophers, the great movement makers rose before the sun. There is a magic in the air at 5 a.m. And that's why the 5 a.m. club is so transformational because it's the time of greatest quietude and I believe tranquility is the new luxury on our planet. It is the, a time of intimate creativity because you've just been rested, your brain is fresh, there's, there's latest, uh, there's, there's very recent cutting edge science coming out now. When you sleep your brain actually has a mechanism to wash itself. When you wake up in the morning your willpower is strongest. When you wake up in the morning you've got a full well of mental focus and we know that focus in our world is even more valuable than intelligence. And I could go on and on on the benefits. I mean, you get up at 5 a.m., you've got the world to yourself. There's no crowds. You can think, you can plan, you can care for yourself in a world where so many people are so depleted. And so the 5, it, the 5 a.m. club really is a game changer. And then it's not just get up at 5 a.m. and, you know, scratch your stomach or stare up at the ceiling. It's, or look at your phone. Or look at, especially <laughs> not. I believe you can play with your phone or change the world. You don't get to do both. Yeah. And so uh, it, the 5 a.m. club method is based on the 20-20-20 formula. I'm happy to get into it. But that is yeah, the revolution. Yeah, tell us what it is. That's the revolutionizer. And, and it started from my experience with working with many billionaires. I, I, I've coached many of the most successful financiers and uh, titans of industry for, for over two decades. And one of the things I would run them through is the way you begin your day sets up the way you live your day. And so the 20-20-20 formula that the book is based upon is pretty simple. I, I go into great detail in the book, but 
essentially it's from 5 to 520 the first pocket is move and I'm a fanatic about neuroscience and why do you get up and move because you're going to release serotonin which is going to make you feel better you're going to release dopamine which is the pleasure and inspirational neurotransmitter you're going to release norepinephrine which will boost your focus you'll promote neurogenesis marie you can actually grow new brain cells oh, you'll increase yeah, you your metabolic rate so the way you begin the way you feel when you first wake up is not the way you're going to feel at 520 Second pocket of the 2020-20 formula, 20 minutes from 5:20 to 5:40. That's on reflection. So a lot of us are busy, but what's the point of being busy if you're doing the wrong things? The the billionaires, the great creatives, the people of great impact, the people who live beautiful lives are very intentional. They're very deliberate, they're very conscious. So for 20 minutes, you write in a journal, you can visualize, you can pray, you can meditate, you can simply contemplate how you're going to live your day who what you want to stand for during the day for example and then the final pocket of the 2020 20 formula is all about grow and that's where you 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 just read from a biography or a business book or a philosophy book or a, and so that's 20 minutes of growing yeah. because i think we're most alive when we are growing yes. and um i believe the leader who learns the most wins listen getting successful Whatever you consider successful, if it's rich, whatever. It's not a magic trick. It's not God picks certain people he'll make rich and certain people he don't. He gives all of us as his children the power of choice. You have a say so in that. You can decide to be rich. And with God's help, it's highly doable. But you first have to think it. The difference between successful people and non-successful people is here. I'm no better than none of y'all. I'm not a better person than you. I'm not a better Christian than you. God don't love me more than you. None of that. If you want to be successful, you have to change this. It's not what makes it hard is your lack of belief that it can happen for you. The fact of it is though, it's very doable. See, if but you got to change though. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. So if you're at a place in your life and you ain't happy with it, you have to change some things. But you have to make a conscientious decision that you're going to change. And it's not dependent on anybody else. It don't matter what your mama think. It don't matter what your coworkers think, it don't matter what your siblings think, it don't matter what your children think. It don't matter. They have nothing to do with it. This decision is yours and yours alone. It's two people born in a hospital every day. It's a person that's born in a hospital that's going to get a job and somebody born in a hospital that's going to give them a job. You get to decide which one you go with. You get to decide if I'm going to be rich, poor, mediocre, plentiful, happy, sad. You you have a decision to make. Here we go. This is the teaching moment. You walk in the house, you pick up the remote control. Let me teach you how this works. And you press the power button. When I told you 2019 
will be the best year of your life. But you have to claim it. You have to expect it to be the best year of your life. You have to live your life with the expectation that great things are coming your way. And that's how it works. Now let me teach it to you. You grab your remote, you press the power button. What do you expect to happen? You expect the TV to come on. Guess what? It come on. If you want to see SportsCenter, SportsCenter channel 46, and you press 46 and OK or select, what do you expect to come on your TV? SportsCenter, and guess what show up? SportsCenter. They got the concept of creating a remote from the Bible. See, God is tied to all of this. You better understand what I'm trying to tell you. The Bible says, a man is as he thinketh. God created us in his image. God thought of this world. He thought of it, so he created it. So he made you just like him, that your thoughts can create things. He made you just like him. Now you can't go make earth and heaven like he did but you can make a better world for yourself. Go after the things that you want. Let me tell you a story. So a friend of mine and I, we went for a run in Central Park. The Roadrunners organization, on the weekends, they host races. And it's very common at the end of the race, they'll have a sponsor who will give away something, apples or bagels or something. And on this particular day, when we got to the end of the run, there were some free bagels and they had picnic table set up and on one side was a group of volunteers on the table were boxes of bagels and on the other side was a long line of runners waiting to get their free bagel so I said to my friend let's let's get a bagel and he looked at me and said ah the line's too long and I said free bagel and he said I don't want to wait in line and I was like free bagel and he says, nah, let's, it's too long. And that's when I realized that there's two ways to see the world. Some people see the thing that they want, and some people see the thing that prevents them from getting the thing that they want. I could only see the bagels. He could only see the line. And so I walked up to the line. I leaned in between two people, put my hand in the box, and pulled out two bagels. And no one got mad at me. Because the rule is, you can go after whatever you want. You just cannot deny anyone else to go after whatever they want. Now, I had to sacrifice choice. I didn't get to choose which bagel I got. I got whatever I pulled out. But I didn't have to wait in line. So the point is, is you don't have to wait in line. You don't have to do it the way everybody else has done it. You can do it your way. You can break the rules. You just can't get in the way of somebody else getting what they want. Take care of each other. The United States Navy SEALs are perhaps the most elite warriors in the world. And one of the SEALs was asked, who makes it through the selection process? Who is able to become a SEAL? And his answer was, I can't tell you the kind of person that becomes a SEAL. I can't tell you the kind of person that makes it through BUDS. But I can tell you the kind of people who don't become SEALs. 
He says the guys that show up with huge, bulging muscles, covered in tattoos, who want to prove to the world how tough they are, none of them make it through. He said the preening leaders who like to delegate all their responsibility and never do anything themselves, none of them make it through. He said the star college athletes who've never really been tested to the core of their being, none of them make it through. He says some of the guys that make it through are skinny, scrawny. He said some of the guys that make it through, you will see them shivering out of fear. He says, however, all the guys that make it through, when they find themselves physically spent, emotionally spent, when they have nothing left to give physically or emotionally, somehow, some way, they are able to find the energy to dig down deep inside themselves to find the energy to help the guy next to them. They become seals, he said. You want to be an elite warrior, it's not about how tough you are, it's not about how smart you are, it's not about how fast you are. If you want to be an elite warrior, you better get really, really good at helping the person to the left of you and helping the person to the right of you. Because that's how people advance in the world. The world is too dangerous and the world is too difficult for you to think that you can do these things alone. If you find your spark, I commend you. Now, who are you going to ask for help and when are you going to accept help when it's offered? Learn that skill. Learn by practicing helping each other. It'll be the single most valuable thing you ever learn in your entire life. To accept help when it's offered and to ask for it when you know that you can't do it. The amazing thing is when you learn to ask for help, you'll discover that there are people all around you who've always wanted to help you. They just didn't think you needed it because you kept pretending that you had everything under control. And the minute you say, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm stuck, I'm scared, I don't think I can do this you will find that lots of people who love you will rush in and take care of you. But that'll only happen if you learn to take care of them first. Sponsored ads. Hello, do you like audiobook? Get free audiobook. Link in the description below.